Algar Productions. Welcome to the Post-Atomic Horror, the most comprehensive Star Trek podcast ever produced, with your hosts, Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham. Hi, friends. Matt's in my house. I am. I'm in your basement. Yep. Your workroom. Yep. This is this is my studio. I'm touching your stuff. You see all the on your couch. All the computers and all the microphones. Mm-hmm. This is a studio now. It's right. a proper studio ass studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode we will be discussing video games, Star yep. Trek video games, which is something that many many of you have asked us to do mm-hmm. over the years. And we have done it all in one fell swoop. We played yep. all of the games. We sat the fuck down and we played every piece, every uh, Trek PC game we could find. Just about. I have a friend who is a huge digital hoarder mm-hmm. who kept everything from like the early 80s through like the early 2000s. We played, I think, like 20 games today. Yeah. Uh, culminating in the stream that we put up on uh, Twitch. And I'm not sure if that recording is going to stick around by the time this episode goes up because I believe it says it only stays for 14 days. So that may be gone now. Mm. Uh, but if you caught it... I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we played the 25th anniversary game. Let's start with that. Uh-huh. I took notes all day as we played. You played, I watched, yep. and took notes. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about each game individually. Uh, but let's start with the one that's freshest in our head. We just wrapped up the, the, uh, the, the, the Twitch mm. stream. Couldn't think of the word stream. Um, and uh, we just played what is regarded as one of the best. I would say, def- of having played all of them now. Yeah, even <laughs> just now, fresh off of having played them, would you still uh, say? I would say 25th anniversary is absolutely the best. It's constructed, it's it's mostly a point-and-click adventure game. A lot of get object, use object. Mm-hmm. But there's some decent character stuff in there. The, what, what I really dig about it is, like, for a graphic adventure game from, what, like, 94? 91 or 92 25th anniversary it was one of oh yeah so it would have been 92 yeah uh like it's very clever it is the the writing is down well it's constructed like small episodes of the original series i Mm -hmm. think there's five vignettes total and each one feels like it's an episode with a title and a plot that's unrelated to the rest and a guy going demon planet right but um it it very much feels like the original series in a lot of ways even the like in a game, you can make things look any way you want, and it still looks sort of cheesy '60s. Yeah, which like, I like. We're we're walking around the first planet. Mm-hmm. Um, looks real like it's it really captures that '60s aesthetic. While yeah, it looks still, kind of fake. Yeah, it it does. Like yeah. there's a point where I walk into a room and just like we could never afford this on our budget. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it looks like but if they still, had more money. Yeah, like the fucking the um. The thing you use to make the berries and the hand into useful items is so 60s Trek. Oh, there's a lot of, like, yes, yeah, uh, uh, sci-fi there's machinery big around. Big gray boxes with antennas sticking out of them. Yeah, and big, like, Tesla coils and stuff. Yeah, it's I love very it. cool, yeah. Uh, but th- this is... I might have this wrong. It is one of the very first talking computer games. It might be the first one. Mm. If not, it's, like, one of the first three. Like, it's very, very early on. Yeah. I remember... Like, you were a kid, you might not have remembered all this, or maybe you did, but, like, mm. this was the reason some people got CD-ROM, because you could get... the, the disc-based game wasn't big enough to yeah. hold all the sound files, you had to get the CD version. I don't think I played a game with actual, like, that was fully voiced until... I want to say Day of the Tentacle was... Day of the Tentacle was one of the early ones, too, but it was, like, you know, after this. I think I was, like, I was in early high school, yeah. like, so it would have been 98, probably 98, 97. And I went over to my friend's house. He had a CD-ROM, and he either we either played Day of the Tentacle or that Christopher Lloyd one. Uh, I don't know that one. There was, there was a weird, like, Roger Rabbit-style one where Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd was in, like, a cartoon. Huh. Yeah. That's kind of sad. But um, it was. Um, it was one of those, and it was the first time I ever heard actual voice mm. in a game. And it was just like, what the fuck? I, had I this... thought I had to do this. I had to... This game came out right after I got out of high school. Either... Right after I got out of high school, or I got it after I got out of yeah. high school, and I played it without voice. I was not aware it had voice. Mm-hmm. And then I, I remember going back home from where I had moved away to, 
And a friend of mine had a CD-ROM, and she's like, I'm playing Star Trek. Oh, yeah, I've played that. And I played it like, wait a minute, Captain Kirk is talking. What is happening and right yeah, now? And yeah, like... So cool. You get, you get Bill and... All of them. They're Leonard all there. Leonard with his growl. Yeah, you, you definitely got later Leonard Nimoy. It's, it's very different sounding. And James and, doing three years from his death. Yeah. Well, DeForest Kelly, a couple of years from his death. He sounded like it too, yeah. honestly. But it, it's great to have them all together. Yeah. And I like all that. Just... Like, you know, and they're all in their game. No one phones it in like a lot well, of the other games we've played. I don't know. Shatner. It's less phoned in than the uh, uh, that's than true. that Starfleet Academy that's game. That's true. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, But it, it's cool to hear everyone together. There's a sequel to it that's just more of the same. Yep. It's like five more episodes. You which can is get, by the way, you can get the, this is not true of most of the games, but you can get both of these on goodoldgames.com. Yeah. GOG. Yeah. Um. And when I got them, they were $5 a piece. I don't know if that was a special or if that's just what they cost, but they are not cheap Stop or they are not expensive. Yeah. Like, it, and it's complete. If you're an tr- old school Trek guy, it's and so much fun. It's so worth your time. Now, the, the ship combat is a little difficult. The ship combat can suck my balls. Uh, also, oh, go ahead. The worst. Yeah, it's, it's not great. The problem is, and a lot of old adventure games had this, this is the only genre I know anything about. Uh-huh. As we move on and talk about other types of games, I don't know shit about shit, but. This I do know. A lot of old adventure games had these action sequences smack in the middle and you just do you're going along, you're doing your thing, and then you gotta do an arcade yeah. sequence and it's terrible. But this game starts out with one at the beginning, which is even worse. Yeah. And just like I did it twice and I like yeah. I failed both times. And the second time I knew what I was doing and I still got my ass kicked. Well the and the and the first battle you fight is a simulation yeah. because it's Star Trek and it's a test, of course. Yeah, it's just like we're trying to teach you how the thing works. And it's it's structured like a game now would be where it's a tutorial, except it doesn't teach you. So no, you just it's just sorta... it's practice, but it's not really a tutorial. I, the thing is, this is old enough that the game is assuming you read the manual. Like nowadays, yeah. all video games just have in-game tutorials, yeah. and it's just like do this, go here, whatever. Yeah. And we saw a lot of that when we were playing that uh, uh, Legacy, where it was mm-hmm. just like do go this, press the whatever button. Yeah. yeah, that was the most recent game we played, so it was yeah. most like a modern game. It was still. 12 years old 2006 now. or something yeah yeah so it's still pretty old by game standards now but it's the newest game we played but like this just it really throws you in at the deep end and mm-hmm. it's kind of a miracle that you're that uh i'm that uh, they just let you through the first fight without having to win it right now there is before the second mission like the, at the beginning of the second mission you have to win a fight to move on and, and that's that, that took quite some time as we're flailing to the live stream mm-hmm. like we're having a good time making fun of this and that a character's named brother chub that was fun try to be funny try to be funny try to be funny fuck and then it's just shoot ships shoot ships for like half an hour and there's nothing we can do yep i don't know how streamers do it man yeah but um it's like anything else it's a skill you gotta practice i guess but i we've done shows without prep they go badly Mm -hmm. like we need prep oh i got notes no dude i saw that picture from that live show we did that time you put up this week yeah you remember Mm, i try not to yeah only I do. In the depths of the night. Nah, I don't. I don't agonize over it. It's just a cautionary tale. It's just a oh. like, okay, don't do this again. Yeah, right. That's, you need some of those sometimes because mm-hmm. most of our live shows have gone well. Yeah, just one went badly. That's all. Um, but this like overall, uh, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then Matt uh, killed all the hostages. The second yeah. mission was rescue some hostages, and Matt just killed them all. Uh huh. And still got, what, a 74%? 74%. That's the, still a passing grade, motherfucker. The, the Starfleet Admiral shows up at the end of the mission and rates you how well you did. He did well a great did. job, Captain. Yeah, she said the words, great job. Mm-hmm. 74%, which is it a C. Really makes me worry what uh, Captain Kirk's been getting up to that I haven't been in control. Mm-hmm. How many people do you usually kill on these missions, Jim? Now, on the first one, you killed the red shirt. Yeah. And you were docked points for that. The second one, the red shirt lived. Maybe they were so happy. That it doesn't matter if the hostages die. Well, needs of the one out, the <laughs> needs of the many, I guess. I, I guess. That's how that goes, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. So that was, you would say, the most fun. That was fun. That was a played. lot of fun. I yeah. really enjoyed that. Now, uh, enjoy as we go on a trip through, these are my handwritten notes here. I don't usually have this. I usually Memory do lane. them on, on computer. Uh, so, um, like I said, I have this friend who who had all these old games. and um, Basically, we, drug, we dragged out Amanda's old computer. Yes. Amanda's like... She didn't want to throw it away. It's too crappy to give to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just basically here for who knows what. And I found a, re- a use for it. It was the thing we used to download a, download Napster off of. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is quite old. But it was perfect for these old, yeah. mostly Windows-based, some DOS-based games. 
And I some of the very, very oldest ones we didn't play. Like, there's some text-based ones that I would like to get into. Mm. Not real exciting to play together. That's a rough one. That's the thing. Did you try typing in a word? Try I, typing it in better. Yeah, see, I like those games, but I know most people don't these days. Uh-huh. If you're If you're of a certain age and you were there... It's fun, but I get that it's not fun for most people. I totally do get that. Um, but there were a couple of games that, because they're not really very fun to play and watch, we or didn't do. At all. Well, just, the, they're not very fun. I'm talking, well, yeah, but specifically I'm talking about Armada. Yeah. We, which was a game at least one listener remembers fondly and wanted us to play. It, it's basically like a, I thought it was like Civilization, you compared it to... It um, felt a lot more like World of Warcraft. Civilization... Well, not World of Warcraft. Not World of Warcraft. Just Warcraft. Warcraft. Like, I used right. to play a lot of Warcraft 2 back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's way more real-time strategy than... Like, Civ is, like, turn-based. You have time yeah. to, like, Does this, figure out... Was like, this not turn-based? Not at all. Oh, okay. That's all, like, I was doing that live at, like... Oh, the live. clock if, was ticking while yeah, you were doing it? If Romulans had fucking shown up while I was trying to, like, mine that fucking moon or whatever, like... They would have killed you. Yeah. Huh. Okay, but it's still like strategy. You have to build a thing and then mine the thing and then use the things mm. to to you know build something else. And otherwise, Captain Picard's like, "I'm here on your mining adventure." Yeah, they got Patrick Stewart to narrate that one, which is a weird choice. Like not in character, just as the narrator. Yeah. All right. Once upon a time, there was a guy going out on a mining ship. Sure, whatever. I but that that was a game that was not great. I'm sorry, I didn't Mo- money, please. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm picturing, yeah, you know what I'm picturing. Jean Ralphio. Yeah, Jean Ralphio Picard. <laughs> the worst. Because I'm basically homeless. <laughs> Mom? Remind me to remind me to redo that entire bit later. Yeah. No, because who you were quoting was uh, Mona Lisa. Oh, that's right. Which is also good. <laughs> Uh, but that, like, we didn't play that one together. No, it's no reflection on if the game was any good. It's just, like, that would not have been very interesting yeah. to, to play. Uh, so, okay. We started with Starfleet Academy, mm-hmm. which had a pretty good full motion video for 1997, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that one has, uh, Bill, uh, George Takei, and, uh... We were promised Walter, but we didn't get that far. Which thankfully. is really the best promise that you could get, right? Yeah, exactly. But there was this weird thing. Okay, so it's set at Starfleet Academy. That's the yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's basically, it's the, every Starfleet Academy, and I've played a couple of these, because mm-hmm. there was a Super Nintendo one, mm-hmm. and they're all the same. They're all like, welcome to Starfleet Academy. Mm-hmm. You get to use the new Starfleet Academy, Starfleet Academy simulator, mm-hmm. and we're going to use it, and you're going to graduate from Starfleet Academy. Cool, fine. That's this... a, That's a good way to give you control of a ship without there being any stakes. Yeah, exactly. That's not a bad, yeah. you know. And, like, the Game Boy one I had from Next Gen is the exact same thing, basically. Yeah. You're in the holodeck and you fucking yeah. go on missions. And this one had, like, uh, Kirk and uh, Sulu show up to, like... Yeah, to, like, address the cadets. I think Kirk is now, like, in charge of cadets or maybe uh, uh, Sulu. I yeah. forgot Sulu's name. I was like, George. No. Yeah. Yeah. And neither of them wants to do this. Yeah, but... Takei was acting. Yeah. Takei was like, I'm proud of you young cadets, and I'm Going ready to, ready to sculpt world. you into, to, you know, Fine, officers. unyielding flesh. <laughs> I wasn't going dirty with that. <laughs> well, I will. Okay. I'm tripping balls. <laughs> Dangling pendulous balls. It's back! <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Brother Chubb is back. But, uh, Bill... Bill, okay... So you know this how... was not his best bill. I will so, tell you that right now. You know how there's acting where you pretend to do a thing mm-hmm. and you convince people that your character is feeling a certain way. He didn't do that. It was clear Shatner was bored and irritated with all of it, mm-hmm. and that's what the that's what the opening cutscene was. He's just sort of, <sighs> but like like actively sighing in scene. You could see yeah. him just like, <sighs> like you can't stand there and look like you want to be there for a minute. Ba 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 da da. Yeah. There was some good bits in uh, The Ashes of Eden, which is one of those books that Shatner wrote, (laughs) that the Reeve Stevens actually wrote. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of him either at the Academy or somewhere where a lot of cadets keep running up to him and saying, Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk, what was it like seeing the Guardian of Forever? What was it like fighting the Gorn? And he's like, I don't remember any of that. And it was a nice sort of meta. I'm legally uh, not allowed to, d- to discuss the Guardian of Forever. Right. But it was a nice meta, like Shatner doesn't remember episodes. Yeah. It was just a job. And Kirk was saying it's just a job. I kind of like that, actually. Because late I... in his career, there'd be a lot of hero worship and he'd just be rolling his eyes. But 
this wasn't that. I just want to see Kirk, like, I don't want to talk about the Gorn or the, yeah. city, the fucking time I went back in time. Would you like to hear me tell you about episodes of TJ Hooker? <laughs> now, that's interesting. I, I got hit on the head, and I imagined that I was a 20th century cop that grabbed on the hoods of cars. <laughs> that was fascinating, my friend. I think friends. I can hum the uh, theme song for it if you want. <laughs> no, that's okay. How about horses? I can tell you about horses. Uh, my horse. But... What about what about this? What about episodes of Tech War? Oh, right now I'm listening to. Would you like to hear about the my good friend Jim Cardigan? <laughs> no, it's Jake Cardigan. Jake Cardigan. Right now I'm listening to uh, uh, Mike Nelson's podcast uh, where he and one of the writers from Rift. Two hundred and thirty-nine uh, pa- uh, pages I can't get back or something. Yeah, three hundred and yeah, I don't remember the number, but yeah, it's it's very good. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Tech War right now, and man, it sounds bad. It sounds better than Ready Player One though. Uh, but anyway. Shatner, like, there's a way to write Kirk where he's kind of weary, older Kirk, mm-hmm. where he doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. This wasn't that. This was him just not wanting to be there. Yeah. And sh- come on, Bill, they must have paid you something. Uh-huh. Just, George is you're, playing. You're fucking William fucking Shatner. Uh, you show up for the paycheck. Yeah. But you at least put the work You in. gotta do the work to get the pay. I mean, What's he doesn't. A, what is a video game? Yeah. <laughs> Answer was, me that. Yeah. <laughs> This wasn't his first video game. Yeah. This was five years after he did uh, the 25th anniversary. In the depths of your ignorance. Yeah. Um, but when you get into the actual game, uh, of course, uh, the MVP of this game is your navigator, Jeff Korn. Don't forget Jeff Korn. Jeff Korn. I mean, he's no brother Chubb, but who could be? No, I would have thought the goofiest name of characters that we ran into but would uh, be Jeff Korn. But they showed me. Yeah. Uh, Matt kept blowing up our, his own ships. A lot of, lot of friendly fire. Tried to shoot at the star base. <laughs> I would have won that fight. I really wanted to play the Kobayashi Maru, but that wasn't an option, unfortunately. Yeah. That one was in the Super Nintendo. Uh, was it? I played, yeah. And I assume you it was impossible win. to yeah. win, yeah. Unless, I, 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 unless you use the game Genie. Uh-huh. I assume that's that's reprogramming the simulator. It, um, I think that was like the opening mission. Mm-hmm. It's like you do, the, you do the Kobayashi Maru first so that you can fail. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's how Wrath of Khan opens. Yeah. So I don't it's know. Fine. Uh, that's the one where you drove into the sun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> and we thought the game might bounce us away from it or nothing would happen. No. no it's like, Captain, we're falling into the gravity. Well, Captain, Captain, Captain I want to do something. <laughs> yep. So that was fun. And then Sterny Mc, uh, Mc, uh Oh, yeah, the, ad- the Admiral, the da- Admiral Admiral uh-huh. comes out and, and just, oh, well, I'm so disappointed in you. Well... You've murdered the. You've ended the lives of over three hundred people on this ship. And I like worse. You've disappointed me. I like the admiral. Like the guy they got, they cast as the admiral was a convincing. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I'm so disappointed. Like because they had Shatner and Takei and Koenig, yep. and they cast another. And usually, when you spend all your money on the real actors, you know your own judgment of those yeah. guys notwithstanding. Yeah, the like, real actors. You and know, Walter. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Walter has made a video game. <laughs> But usually after that, it's like everyone else is not the best. Yeah. And he was pretty good. He was fine, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, all of those randos that they got were fine. Some fucking 12-year-old kept yelling at me that the shields were down. But uh, it, It's weird because... Captain, that, the shields are down! That engineer was excited to get damaged and disappointed when they were repaired. Shield repairs like, are completed, sir. Shields to 5%! Oh, now they're repaired. Uh-huh. Like, are you disappointed that they're repaired? Well, no, I got nothing to do. <laughs> no, but, um... Uh, Dadmiral was great. Yeah, that was fun. I love the uh, the uh, you have, of course, you, your ship has been destroyed, which it, of course results in a complete failure and having to retake the test. Also, I'm putting you all on double secret probation. <laughs> so that was the first of very... Red Squad rules. Woo! That was the first of many, many ship combat games. Most of these are ship combat games, and all of them are, first of all, real similar and real janky. Yeah. Uh, um, not Matt's best skill, but also they're difficult to play. I'm not going to lay all that on the, you. The the problem is that you're do the, the games are all designed to be 3D combat mm-hmm. in a 2D game. Yeah. Like they all put you in on the bridge mm-hmm. with a view screen, which you would think would be enjoyable, but like then you're facing out watching a television. Yeah, guess what, motherfucker? Yeah. You can't see behind you, and the dude's flying over your head or above you. Yeah, yeah, like. Or anywhere except directly in front of you. Yeah, basically, and like it really kind of shows Gene's vision of the of the future was did not lend itself well to space combat because I don't know where the fuck I am. Well, I I always kind of 
my headcanon was that whatever displays that uh, Sulu and Chekhov were looking at, whoever was firing the phasers could actually see more. Yeah, and that makes sense. We never saw the view at their at their console, so I just assume there's some kind of weird 3D thing Yeah, I always thought the same thing, and that makes sense. The problem is, like... When you're playing the game, you need to flesh that out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't... I like I I feel like an idiot and I don't know what I'm doing if I have to like if I only have this one box to look at. It's like looking out of a window to have a fight. Right. But a fight where the guy can fly. Yeah, exactly. Because a fight implies someone can stay on the ground and these guys can also go up and down. So like you're pretty much doing what I did which was spin around in circles <laughs> constantly firing wildly and hoping you hit something. I believe I I believe that was the uh, the crawl offensive. <laughs> Spin around in a circle and shoot your lasers. Well, in uh, Starfleet Command, which was another one of these, uh-huh. uh you were penalized for your erratic maneuvers. Uh-huh. Which is a phrase it used repeatedly. I like did not like your erratic maneuvers. I Look, I don't know. I I've I've only made one video game. I'm not I'm not an expert. <laughs> um but I will say I, was, I will say this. Um it shouldn't be that hard to move. No. One of the things we worked on with, with the game that we made, Nick and Willikins, at nickandwillikins.com, by the way, it's free, um, is... I, people might not know that. No, I know. I just, I'm sorry. I just... It was one of those times where I had to reflect on the point, on the on uh, the idea that I made a video game this yeah. year. Yeah, it's pretty great. Jesus, that was this year. Uh-huh. This year has been 10 years long. This year has been a real fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes from a line of real fucks. Yeah, it has. It's been a real fuck for the past, uh, what am I, 35 now? 35 years have been a real asshole. <laughs> uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Um, you There there was a problem with... Um, oh, no, 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 no. I know what we're talking about. Mm. The, uh, the interface. Uh, one of the things we really worked on was making everything intuitive. Yeah. And anytime we came up with something that was not intuitive the main game developer mark would be like guys you need to like rein this in the the player needs to understand Mm -hmm. what they're doing you need to make it as intuitive as possible and make the beginning part sort of a a, like a a, what do you call it a tutorial yeah and that's a good point games know that more Mm -hmm. now they didn't know it as much back then and like the thing is uh a, a trek space combat simulator is not a bad idea like, I would not say Trek is about space combat, but... No, but if you're going to pick the most make... action-oriented thing to turn into a game... Yeah, like, I could totally see, like, a decent, like... Yeah. We played a lot of them. And there, none of them were very good. Well, the, the, the... the main thing I wrote down that you kept complaining about was that the instructions and controls were very complicated. Yeah, and that's partly because we, di- we didn't have access to... The... We only had access to some of the manuals. Yeah. And again, these games don't have tutorials. They basically just kick you right in. Well, and the manuals that my friend gave us were included on the computer in PDF form, which was very nice of him to scan them in. Mm. But we couldn't look at them while we were playing. I didn't have the forethought to put them somewhere else and look at them. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, but also, am I correct in assuming that the, the controls were not... Uh, uh, streamlined across all the games, like sure fucking they changed worked. each game. Yeah, like I know how keyboards work. I've been playing video games a long time. Yeah, um, I prefer a controller because I'm a console gamer mostly. Yeah, but um, I I know my way around a, a fucking keyboard. Yeah, and like none of these were super intuitive. I am I imagine if I if we'd had time, I could have cracked in and sort of reprogrammed things and you know taught myself how to play it but yeah. like but each game we only, only got spend... 10 minutes to form an opinion on a game i don't mm, have time for that crap we stuck around like depending on our interest level mm-hmm. we still you know you played uh you played that shooter for a bit oh yeah well that was that Doom was good plus voyager yeah <laughs> i'm way more well, likely we'll get, to play we'll, that we'll, yeah we'll get there um but yeah there's, there's quite a lot of these games and would you say any of the ship comic games were any good uh i think there was some meat on legacy okay the, the last one well yeah we'll get we'll get yeah. to that but, uh, but none of the other ones? No. Uh, Dominion War might have been okay, but it's hard to tell. Yeah, we played a little bit of that one. Uh, um, we kind of got to the end, and we had to, we had a scheduled thing. We had the stream we were doing, yeah. and so we didn't get a ton of time to do that. That one was a... Uh, it felt more RTS, like um, uh, whatever that, that um, one with Captain Picard was. The, no. mi- the one with the mining. Right. It felt more like that. You're con- When I was playing, you're controlling like two ships and you have to blow up some Maquis, which mm-hmm. sounds fun. Well, yeah, you you chose to be the Dominion. Yeah. Because you wanted to kill some Maquis, and I was down with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had Jeffrey Combs and Mark Alimo who played uh, uh, Gold Ducat mm. telling us. And Gold Ducat reading 50 paragraphs of exposition yeah, for I'll your mission. Yeah, i they certainly captured his wordiness. <laughs> And Matt said, maybe the nerdiest thing I've heard him say in a while, which is, look, it's the purple glow of a Jem'Hadar ship. 
Very good. But yeah, that was so. Would you say that that ship combat was any good? Uh, no. It was closer. Um, okay, but none of them were still, really great. It was closer, but it's still it's still um not great. And again, if I put the time in, yeah, I probably would have enjoyed it more. No, but, we were uh, we were just sort of sampling everything. Like it, on a, it should not be this difficult to fly a ship and blow up a right. another ship. Like, yeah, and we know our Star Trek. Like we know the shields and what the phasers do and what the photons do. Like there's basic conceptual things that we're already yeah. familiar with. So. It's not a learning curve thing in terms of the concept of the game. I think a lot of the problems that these games have is that they try to be as technical as they're supposed to be on mm. Star Trek. And I get that. Yeah. But like you've got stuff like like you have to you have to turn on the the shields because mm-hmm. they want you to have that raised shields moment. Mm-hmm. You have to power up the phasers and the photon torpedoes because they want you to have that experience. And I don't have time for that, man. Just like Also, you would assume on a on a well like a, a a well-oiled machine of a bridge that your guy knows red alert means turn on the shields. You don't have to say that. Can I just say when I was playing 25th anniversary um, and I was in that stupid space fight and I kept having to duck out to tell Scotty to repair shit. Mm-hmm. His one job is to keep the ship running. Yeah. He does not need, need my melodious tones telling him to... Pointing to the part that he should be fixing the most. Yeah, especially since I wasn't sure what the sensors were, and I kept pointing at them. Yeah, triage, man. Fix the most broken thing first. Yeah. That's, you don't need me to keep telling you. And I mean, like, if you could... If there was a way to program that kind of stuff in, yeah. like, that would be more enjoyable. But yeah. the whole thing feels very frantic. And Yeah, it does. Like... I don't enjoy that. I I have enough anxiety problems. I don't need to worry about this too. No, and, and because we were doing it for an audience, it was a, there was a little more pressure. Otherwise, you just like, well, let's quit this and do something else. Yeah, basically. Yeah, which we usually did. Uh huh. Um, I, I guess since we're sort of grouping these together by uh, you know the type of the games genre. there were, uh, Starship Creator was not exactly a ship combat. Was barely a game once it's we got into it. More of an activity than a game. Uh huh. I could see getting into it. It's kind of fun, but it, it's also not really anything it feels like one of those games my dad would have picked up for me for like 20 bucks at a walmart mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. I'm just like matthew likes star trek well you... my dad calls me matthew that's your name i know it's weird he named you that i know and he's probably upset that you shortened it <clears throat> use the whole name man my mom was out for uh my birthday last week and she called me mad at one point and i'm like don't ever do that again that was a weird yeah. thing i've ever heard yeah yeah, my mom called me Al once. I was like, "Look, I like that people call me that, but you don't." That's, yeah, no. This uh, is how I di- this yeah. is how I uh, differentiate my friends and yeah, uh, family yeah. and other. Yeah, I was say and the other people in my life. Yeah, Starship Creator. Okay, so the idea is like you would expect: you build a ship, mm-hmm. you pick the basic class that you want, and then you can change the nacelles, you can change the saucer, you can make it like you can start with say a Constitution class ship, yep. and then give it weird, like, Enterprise D nacelles and, like, a weird, like, pointy Voyager nose. Yeah, it's not a game, but there was a type of almost game that they used to put out in the 90s um, where it's just something you... It's it's a toy, basically. Well, it's a simulation. You sort of fiddle around with it. Well, so you build your ship to your own specs. Yeah. And then you can pick a crew of whoever you want, and they give you a big, long list of characters from Star Trek. Just, like... And it was surprising how many, like, randos were in Well, there's... You could... You could make a whole crew of captains. Yeah. Because you could pick uh, Cisco, Picard, Janeway. Mm. Like, they're all 24th century guys, so Kirk wasn't in there. Yeah. But, like, and then, or you could, and, but then the deep bench of, like, the the character Terry Hatcher played that one time. Yeah. Uh... Who they decided to give a bunch of weird extra details from Lois Lane's bio. Yeah, which she was from great. Metropolis, and yeah. like she had a sister named Lucy and yeah. a dad named Sam. That was just, cute. Yeah, I liked all of that. And there were like Robin Leffler, who was uh, Ashley Judd's character, yep. who was only in like two episodes. Mm-hmm. She was there. Yep. Like it was a nice mix of fucking well-established characters and deep bench guys. Fucking Lieutenant Tarsus, the sa- the oh sobbing... Simon Tarsus, yeah, with, yeah, with the big the ears that stick out that make you laugh every time. Uh huh. He's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a jerk. Uh, but of course, we made the uh, the fair ship USS Dick Ship. Uh huh. And you type in the name of the ship, and then it goes on the hull. It's just like, oh god, I hope, I hope, I hope. NCC, whatever. USS, N- USS Dick Ship. And it probably had a filter that you couldn't put too many filthy words, but because you didn't oh, put man, just I Dick. Oh man, I wasn't even thinking. I should have called it the fucko. <laughs> no, I like Dick Ship. Because you gave the, the hull sort of a pointed, like it definitely had kind of a penis head. Kind mm, of well, that wasn't it, so. intentional, but. Uh... Yeah, but you know, like Voyager has kind of that. It's a little more sharp, mm-hmm. but our, you know. Plus it had a big bite out of the out of the saucer. That was yeah, that weird. Was, that was weird. A little weird. No teeth. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> 
Uh, so then let's see. Um, so this is a one-off. There's... Oh, we forgot the main thing about, uh, about Starship Creator. Uh, yeah. Um, you don't actually go on any missions. No, what you do is you build your ship and you put your crew together and then it just tells you what happens next. Yeah. You watch it go on an adventure while music blasts out of it. Yeah. It's just, bah, da, da. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah, that was fine. It's like, all right, I could. I don't know. If if it was a full priced game back in the day, it would have pissed me off. But it was if it was a cheapie, I would have enjoyed it for a while. Twenty bucks, man. There's a couple of these I've sort of flagged as I'm gonna go back and play these yeah. a little more, and that's one of them. And probably not much more. You just dick around with it. To, yeah. You know, make a whole crew full of like I don't know. What if what if it's Dax and Data best friends? What if we put Aquiel in charge? Oh she yeah, Aquiel's in there. The yeah. I scared Jordy. <laughs> it was the dog. <laughs> it was the dog. So. Uh, there's, there were no other games like this next one. Pinball. Star Trek Pinball. Yep. Played that for a while. I like pinball. It gives you infinite balls. Yeah, okay, so I think I think what happened... Is we're in a post-scarcity society and it just replicates infinite balls. I think what actually happened... I think we're on two-player mode and I just didn't realize it. Oh. But, like... Two so it's counting whoever <clears throat> does better. But, like, it was just dumping down balls and I guess you're just supposed to keep shooting them around and stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, you guys know how pinball works, right? I mean, I guess they didn't. It ain't this. So we were five games into our play at this point, and at that point, you said it was the funnest one so far. Yep, and I was right. There were there were funner ones after that. Uh-huh. But, but uh, at that, that point. At that point, we'd played about eight spaceship simulators, which were all terrible. Yeah, you were so happy for a change of scenery. Like, I, I know think. how pinball works. Yep. But it was still just a... Pinball on the computer... Like, I'm not a pinball guy anyway, mm. but surely pinball on the computer is nowhere close to as fun as real no, pinball, right? real pinball, man. Okay. Like, that's what I'm here for. I figured, but, but I, don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about If I'm going to play it for, like, five minutes, yeah, fine. This is fine. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but it was, you know, it's an interesting palate cleanser, I think. Yeah. Uh, so then we played DS9 The Fallen. Yeah. This now was... Now we're getting into territory I'm a little more familiar with. This was the most uncanny valley of them, I would say. Yeah. Like, we're in real early trying to make likenesses of real actors, mm-hmm. period, and... Everyone looked, va- like, if you've seen games from, like, 1999, 19- 1998, 1999, well, you, PlayStation there, era games. You can, you can pick three different main DS9 characters. You can be Kira, you can be Cisco, you can be Worf, and yeah. you first played as Kira, and you said it was just Tomb Raider with Kira. Yeah, it looked like Tomb Raider with, ter- with Kira. Yeah, like, very polygon And by that, I also mean in the way that her tits and ass were very clearly uh, yeah. accentuated. Yeah, now, every, like, woman in Star Trek of that era was wearing pretty form-fitting clothing, but this was and still... still, yeah, like... Ridiculous. Like, she had, like, those fucking Lara Croft cone tits going on. Yeah, it was like, all real weird. What the fuck is happening? Uh, but they got most of the voices. They did not get Avery Brooks. They did not get Cole Meany, but just about everyone else yeah, was there. everyone else showed up. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there was some real bad 90s texture mapping. What are you going to do? Mm. Uh, it was based on the uh, Millennium Trilogy. Which, which is are... some of the better Trek books. Yeah, they were written by Judith and Garfield Reeve Stevens, who we've mm. talked about before. Yep. And we both read them, and they're, they're quite good sort of like bookends to the series. They talk about some stuff that happened before yeah. DS9, after DS9, and some stuff in between, and but, they're pretty uh, good. I didn't see any of that because I had... Uh, we didn't play for that long. Kira running around a temple shooting a phaser. Uh, you played each of the three. Yeah. And all of them are just... Running around shooting guys, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what Star Trek's about. Uh, you know, you gotta be action-packed in a game. I understand that. I, I do, I, I love anytime something like that translates to video game, and so you have, like, you know, Kira or Worf running around doing, like, six-foot jumps in the air. Uh-huh. Climbing I just... up. There's a part where uh, Cisco climbed up on a box that I thought was great. Yeah, but there are games where that works, and we'll get to that one in a minute. Sure. Like, one in particular, and its sequel, I would say. Mm were very well, like, taking principles of video games and making Star Trek work with yeah. it. Yeah. This, not so much. No, this is a little goofy. Yeah, and you're fighting these weird, angry polygons that I they guess are like, an alien. They looked like Halo bad guys. I, I don't know if Halo had been out. This predated Halo. Me, but uh wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and I was very amused by Worf, whose mouth had no articulation whatsoever, and it just looked like he was going, ba 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 ba. I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed him flailing his bat-leth around. <laughs> Yeah, he's he. So the story is something like something got damaged in a battle, and O'Brien got hurt. So O'Brien's gonna have to talk Worf through some repairs. Yeah, and so Worf runs down to engineering with his sword. Yep. What are you doing, man? Don't run with scissors. <laughs> and it's a repair job, stupid. And then some robots showed up. Well, okay, but I will fight the robots. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. 
songs will be sung. Ba no. ba ba. No, the more I think about it, the more it reminds me of like marionette shows. Yeah, there was definitely a bit of that. I but we didn't get too far into the story. But if it was based on those books, it might have been interesting yeah. to watch. But I probably won't come back to that one. Yeah, I'm not into that kind of a game. Um. Well, before we get to one of the big good ones, uh, we'll talk briefly about Combat Arena, which is like an old sort of EGA. Like Combat Arena was so... It was like asteroids. Yeah. It's like your ship just, when it goes down the bottom, it comes back up the top. When it goes yeah. off the left, it comes back out the when right. it gets to the bottom, it goes back to the top of the screen. Yeah. Helter Skelter. Yeah. Um, no, I enjoyed the crap out of that, but it was like really simple. Like I definitely played games like this when I was like eight. Yeah, no, it was like when I say EGA, those of you very yeah. old gamers will know there was a brief period before good graphics happened. Good graphics. But after games were all text, this is like sort of around King's Quest mm. one times. And this would have been a fun time waster for a while. And plus yeah. the ships look like the ships. Yep. And you know, the, pro the, the controls were super counterintuitive and also made for two friends to gather around a keyboard and both yeah. sort of take a side. Yeah. And so I'm doing it sort of by myself, trying to like... Yeah, I could have played with him, but I don't want to. Yeah. Too busy taking notes. Yeah, I was. What I... does Matt think of this? Well, and my note was, uh, at that point, when we were about eight games in, this was the new most fun game you would have played. <laughs> yep. Mostly because you're like crashing a ship into the other ship. Well, they don't crash, they just bounce off of each other. Yeah, it's other. like bumper ships. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, but then we got to arguably like the best, and is a Voyager game, so yeah. it's extra surprising, but arguably the best, and we knew going in, this is the best regarded yeah. one. Had you played it before? I hadn't, but only because okay. at the time, like when it came out. You wanted to? Yeah, I was aware of it. Uh -huh. uh, probably the only reason I didn't buy it was one, I was in high school and didn't have any money. Mm. And two, it was Voyager. And that would have, at the time, been a huge not selling point for me. But it's like a it's like a Doom type game. It's yeah. a first person shooter. And uh, you're fighting Borg. And Borg lend themselves very well to that kind of thing. Well, the thing, like it, the, the, the physics really kind of work you yeah know? like the whole thing first of all you could you get to pick either a guy or a girl which was nice yeah you were uh alexis or alexander so it's Ale yeah we both we both just simultaneously <laughs> that is how we are so dialed into each other's <laughs> stupid jokes very good uh actually seemed pretty good yeah um Matt was stymied mostly by buttons and control panels. Yep. Like getting into elevators. He was, oh, I'm shooting the controls. Why isn't it taking me up? Yeah. No, there was a there was a part where I was just like stuck trying to get this fucking elevator to work. Like you shot everyone great. You uh -huh. did the shooting part, but then well, when it's shooting people in video games for a long time. Put, now. You're like jabbing the phaser at the elevator. Why button. would it work? Yeah. You're after something called the Infinity Modulator, which I, I didn't want to say, like, Marvin the Martian, Infinity Modulator. Yeah, it sounds like Gene just showed up. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, covered my, in eggs. My vision. Uh, but it also has a function called Virtual Voyager. Yes. Where you just get to wander the ship. Uh, but which got to the best part of the entire day. You can wander the ship because you're part of this special elite team that Tuvok has put yeah, together. This, the this elite security force, team. if you will. Right. Uh, you get to go down to where they keep the phasers. So r first you're just wandering and looking at Voyager. And yeah, I like fine. that. I like any time you can wander yeah. around a, a set we're familiar with on TV just to see, oh, that's where Seven of Nine sleeps. Yeah. And that's where uh, Sick Bay is. And, and there was crap where... you could pick up, like, yeah. you know, an action figure. We found Neelix's cookbook at one point. Yeah, of course, the first recipe there was hair, uh -huh. which is one of our jokes, but it's actually a thing. Yeah. Um, but Matt realized you could go to where they keep the phasers and Use he them to shoot people. Phaser. Yeah. And so... Uh, and saw him. And so, of course, immediately he went to shoot Neelix. Uh-huh. And, and I did. And then Harry. Uh-huh. Very rewarding. The, the the problem is, I was really hoping the game would turn into running around Voyager trying to dodge security while I murdered all the people who had wronged me back when we did the show. Well, when you... Yeah. When you went to the bridge and you shot Harry, then you managed to go shoot Chuck, but then people started beaming in and just apprehending yeah. you. There's this really cute scene... And different people come to you. Yeah. Like, it, there's a few of them, which is good. So it's not the same damn thing every time. But uh, Balana comes and says, ah, oh, they busted you. You got you to gotta follow the rules, man. Oh, I never thought I'd say that to somebody. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. But we also got, like, this is after I murdered Chakotay on the bridge in front of God and everyone. <laughs> it cuts to a uh, uh, it cuts to a shot of you in the brig. Mm -hmm. And someone come up, comes up to you and goes, well, I hope you enjoy your 30 days in the brig. Yeah, that's all you get for murdering Chakotay, the, uh -huh. the first officer, the second most important guy on the ship. 30 yeah, days in the brig. I get it. You know, they know. Yeah. 
Kate's like, look, the rules say I got to put you in here, but thank you. But you get to you get to talk to the guys. You get to go. The like, problem is you get to talk to the guys. No one wants to say anything to you, though. You like walk up to them and you're like, yeah. hi. And they're like, I, I don't have time for right you, Ensign. Yeah. Everyone's kind of rude. But they got all the actors again. I'm always happy to, to have the entire mm. like cast. That yeah. makes me so happy. I um I found the red alert button on the on the, oh, on the yeah. bridge. And then Kate came out and yelled at me. Yeah. Why are we at red alert? Ensign, don't touch that. <laughs> it's very good. But they oh. had they had Kate Mulgrew, which was cool. Yep. They also had the self-destruct button, which didn't do anything. <laughs> no, because we're in the era that you need like three guys to do it, probably. I would have loved that you pushed that and it just cuts to Voyager exploding. <laughs> yep. It's worth my time. Uh, and Elite Force 2 is more of the same. Um, it's actually pretty cool because it's set post-Nemesis where Voyager is home. Yeah. Actually, it might not be post-Nemesis, but it's post-Voyager. It's definitely, yeah, uh, yeah. And so Picard narrates the beginning, but you're still on Voyager. Because... Yeah, he's just like, I'm Captain Picard. Let me tell you the story of a little ship called the USS Voyager. They just I'll... got back home and They went off. on an adventure. Yeah. It was pretty cool, though. Captain Janeway was there. I know her. Yeah. Remember Nemesis? I was in it and so was she. So How's it going? I'm Captain Picard. It must have been before Nemesis because she wasn't an admiral. Yeah. Yet. But it was cool because it was sort of the continuing adventures of Voyager back in the Alpha Quadrant, yeah. which is neat. Yeah. Like, you know, we didn't love that show, but there were a lot of good ideas and characters mm. that I wouldn't have minded yeah. seeing continue. No, uh, basing a game around, like, Tuvok and his security forces is a good idea, honestly. Yeah. And again, fighting Borg is a great application of that sort of doom type game there was some real cool stuff in there that i didn't think that they like it was way smarter than i expected from a uh yeah. from a shitty star trek knockoff no and a lot of the dialogue was back in the day a lot of the dialogue from the like the main characters mm. was in character yep. and interesting i liked it yeah no there's stuff like when you're on the cube um like you have to keep switching between weapons because mm -hmm. Like the board adapt. adapt. They adapt to your, which they, is a very good gameplay mechanic that also applies to the show. Like yeah. it's a good way to use the mythology of the show in a way that makes the game interesting. And like later in the later in the level, you get like a gun that they can't adapt to. Mm -hmm. But like that kept running out of ammo for me, so mm -hmm. I kept having to switch back to my phaser, which didn't do anything except let me write curse words on the floor. Which you did, uh -huh. and you wrote your name on the floor. Yep, Matt was here in this board in this board cube. I don't think you wrote all of that. Mm -hmm. And I have another note here that you were defeated by elevators once again. Yep. Uh, and speaking of Borg, there's a not exactly a game, more of an activity. It's a called it was Borg. A FMV is a full motion video game. Uh huh. Uh, and the only the only actual actor in it that we know is uh, John Delancey. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really make sense why Q's in it or what he, why he's doing what he's doing. I but mean, it's... we were talking about this off mic, which we do have conversations off mic occasionally. Yeah, every now and then. Um. About how I'm kind of sick of seeing Q and everything. Yeah. Because having him just show up to some rando whose dad got killed at uh, Wolf 359. And well, just we've like... had this, we had this conversation a lot when he showed up on Voyager as yeah, well. That's just, like, you know. You don't belong here. You're only, it only makes sense when you're here bugging Picard. Yeah. But all that said, like, I, I agree with mm -hmm. you, but he was good in it. The writing was good. Yeah. The production was good. Like, it looked good. They, they were on the existing sets for yeah. Next Gen or Voyager or whatever. And so you're on ships that look good, and everyone's in proper uniforms, and they're all uh, well. Well, they're in the wrong uniforms. They're in Voyager era uniforms. Yeah, whatever. That only that only bugs me. Does it bug you? Yeah, kind of. I knew. I mean, they're Wolf Three Five Nine. That's not how people should be dressing. You noticed it, but did it bug you? Eh, okay, not the best. All right, I didn't on, know you guys. were one of those kind of guys. Back in time. Okay. I don't know. I I just I enjoyed like I'll probably finish it because yeah. it's not really a game. It's just a. It's a weird sort of almost choose your own adventure. Yeah, you get to decision points and you decide go this way or go that way, yeah. and based on what you decide, the game. But really, there's only one choice for each thing. You, I, uh, otherwise, the game ends. I figured out how to not go on an adventure, which I always think is fun. Yeah, the first the first choice you are are given is Q says we can go back in time and bring back your dead father. Or you or, can go home. Yeah. And so you choose the phaser or you choose your bag of stuff. And Matt chose the bag. Well, I'm a Starfleet officer. I don't go on a mission of vengeance. No, especially when a magic uh, god comes and offers you the choice to go back in time and change the timeline. There's a part, too, like right when you're doing that where um, Q's talking to you and just like, you can go on this adventure with me, Mon Capitan. Mm -hmm. And then like your, your commanding officer comes in 
and sees him and just goes Q. Yeah, but no, not that. You, that's too strong. Not like in, not like in a Q. You monster! What are you doing? No, she's here? like, but like Q. What are you doing in you're here? You're supposed to be downstairs. It's three o'clock. Yeah, Don't you know it's lunch. <laughs> Q, why are you in here? Get out of here! Why are you out of class? Yeah. Do you have a hall pass? Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it felt like. Um, so. I, I want to finish that one. I just want to see yeah. what the story is. And actually, uh, one of our listeners suggested that we watch all the cutscenes. It's probably easier. And and like, the thing is, if you die, yeah. you, there's no save points that I can find or anything. I'll play it, but I uh, go through 15 fucking minutes of dialogue again. What I what I told him was, we're not quite desperate enough for Star Trek to watch cutscenes from video games and review those yet. Yet we will. Yeah, got a long year coming mid up. Mid 2019, Picard yeah. show doesn't come out until the end of the year. Yeah, after Disco's over, before Picard show, we got nothing. Yeah, but we'll see. That doesn't mean we need suggestions. <laughs> Just because everyone, whenever we say that, everyone's like, "Well, why don't you watch Babylon Five? Why don't you watch Quantum Leap?" We got. We'll, we'll figure fine. something out. We'll, we'll figure we something out. I do like suggestions, but not yeah. of other shows to watch. If it's Star Trek related, I might listen to mm. it. Probably no more fan films though. No, no, never again. I'm not going back, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um so then it definitely appeared in an episode definitely did not appear in an episode of mystery science theater <laughs> <laughs> alexander has shamed his family what was it alexander has dishonored his family by stealing a small, small plastic, plastic lizard. lizard that's it <laughs> uh so that brings us to legacy which is the most recent game which yeah. is still 2006 yep. this is the most recent one until i guess trek online came out no there was the um, one based on the reboot that I have. For oh, that's my, right. Yeah. I have for the PS3. We were going to play and we didn't get around to it. It's real janky, real crappy, which sucks because the whole cast was in it. Yeah. And also, it, it, isn't it also sort of like Tomb Raider, basically? I don't remember it being like that. I don't think that or it like, is. like, I guess maybe God of War. You wouldn't know. No, I have no idea. I don't know video games. Name any fucking thing. I've made a couple of video games, but I don't know video games at all. <laughs> uh, but the, the big appeal of this one mm -hmm. is that it's the only game that had all of the captains in it. It's the only one they got Avery yeah. Brooks on for, and it's the only one that fucking Archer's in, which we don't love. And unfortunately, like, it tells a story with a through line that starts in Archer's time and goes through all the shows, mm -hmm. which is very cool, but that means you got to play as Archer first. Yeah, that was the thing. I played this uh, back in, back when it came out in 2006. I mm -hmm. played it on my Xbox, and um, I enjoyed it for the most part. I know I got far enough into it that I actually got to the play as Kirk at some mm -hmm. point. That's cool. Um, like I powered through and keep in mind, I hadn't watched any of, uh, enterprise back then. Yeah. Um, well, then you didn't have the hatred. You that's just true. Probably just, were bored, but bored not, and confused yeah. instead yeah. of angry and yeah. bored. Uh, but I mean, you know, that's not, we, we always said that it wasn't really, um, yeah. uh, Scott Bakula's fault. Yeah. And it's cool that they got him for yeah. it. And he was real in character cause mm -hmm. he was, he didn't want to help. It was some Vulcans were in trouble. We're and he's like, save these Vulcans. I don't want to do it. Why can't, can't they save themselves? Can't someone else do it? That's what he says. Uh, this is this is the hero that everyone like worships. Greatest captain in all of Starfleet can't history. Can't someone else do it? Um, and and he disses Travis. Mm -hmm. Tra none of the other guys are in it because I'm sure they paid all their money for all the captains. They yeah. didn't get all the supporting guys too. Yeah. But he's like, ugh, my navigator messed up again or something like like man, come on, that's Travis. He, you know right him. Here. You've worked with him for like five years. Don't be a jerk. Like who? Guns. The guy with the guns. Uh -huh. The big uh -huh. guns. The big arms. Uh, it was the best looking game we played because it was the most recent. I feel like that one, if I had put the time into it, like I had some trouble with it for a while, figuring out how to scan a fucking planet. Well, also because you had played 15 other games at yeah. that point and all the controls were probably all a jumble in your yep. head. Like, okay, in this game, moving forward is this, but in this game, it's actually this. And you know. But, um... I think I probably would have, if I'd taken some more time, I probably would have enjoyed that at least enough to play a little longer. That's one of the few that I marked uh, to go back to. to, go back to. Yeah. Uh, and the other one was uh, Next Gen Final Unity, mm -hmm. which is the only game that had all the Next Gen uh, crew in it. Mm. Um, the graphics are ridiculous. I can't even, I, I don't even know where to start with what this game looks like. It looks like uh, Poser, honestly. It, it's worse than that. It does, but um, but it's it's real rough. It's very early days of trying to make guys resemble each other. The thing is, um, the opening cutscene looks horrible, and then you get to the actual gameplay part, and it's not bad. And usually, it's the other way around. It's um, you described it as basically next gen twenty uh, fifth anniversary. Yeah, it's it's a it's, point and click. Uh, yeah, it's very yeah yeah, and, and it, it like, looks you, fun. You can talk to the people on the bridge and like ask for advice and stuff. yeah, use different people with different skills to solve different problems, but, um, which is also, what I want. 
it show it's basically uh digitized pictures of the cast with like the mouth opening and closing like the uh yeah like, a, like it's from a talking cat yeah a talking cat a talking cat yeah no it's question mark exclamation mark. a talking cat bah, 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 no bah, it is again. but again the graphics in the gameplay were much better than the graphics in the mm-hmm. cutscene which is not the way you do it usually you open with a really strong cutscene and then it's like oh but the actual game doesn't look here you great. go put this in the trailer but it's not it was weird because yeah. I was expecting it to look real shitty and it actually wasn't so bad yeah. and good voice acting, obviously. And I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the other ones I'm going to play. Yeah. Uh, and that's all we got to. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there were a couple others in the pile that didn't work right. There was a Klingon game that was similar to Borg. Yeah. There's also, a, I think there was a Klingon doom style game that we didn't play. Yeah. There was a Klingon Academy one. Yeah. Which I'm that like it's general Chang, uh, Christopher Plummer. Oh, that's not comes bad. back. Like teaching you how to be yeah. a Klingon, which is, I'm pretty sure it's just like the Starfleet Academy yeah, game. Yeah, if I never play another Starfleet Academy game, it'll be too soon. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, it was fun playing all these. Yeah. And uh, we got to, like, going in, I think we expected most Starfleet, most Star Trek games suck. Yeah. Was the impression that we got. And I don't think that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think probably half of them suck. Yeah. Which is better. I used to seriously think there were like two or three good ones and 20 bad ones, yeah. 40 bad ones, whatever. And now I think maybe it's about half and half. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's better. Uh, they still don't make enough good ones. And when was the last good one? Last one was, I think... Uh, I mean, well, if, now if, we say, is... if we say Legacy was good. Yeah. I don't know, man. All they do is make uh, cell phone games now, I think. Yeah. I haven't really cracked into any of those. I guess there's Star, Star Trek Online. Yeah. And then I've, pl- I've tried Trek Online a couple of times because mm-hmm. there's so much. Yeah. And they they uh like they just added some disco stuff. They I put think. in disco stuff. Fucking Tilly's in it. If you want to get me to do anything, fucking put Tilly yeah. in it. Yeah, and I think they got what's her name to to be Tilly. Yep, which is cool. Um, there's a huge there was a huge fucking DS9 update that was all about mm-hmm. what like what DS9 was because it's set like twenty something years after uh yeah after Nemesis, and they basically had free reign to do whatever they want. And when it was in development, I read a lot of the journals mm-hmm. and stuff because I was really excited to sort of hop on. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then it turned out to not be any fun. Like Amanda and I had big plans to uh, to play it. Back Why in the didn't day. you imagine it being more like a D and D party where each of you fill a role and instead yeah. everyone's a captain? Everyone's a captain of That's their dumb. own ship with their own crew. And no, I would imagine like like, like the, the equivalent of a healer would be your doctor. Yeah, and like I don't know D and D at all, but like, yeah, uh, like an engineer to do buffs. Yeah, and like, each of you has a skill that contributes to the party. Some security guys and a captain, you yeah. know, with like leader powers. Yeah. Like, but, but like no, no, and again, space combat, which I have no time for. Yeah. It's fucking hard. Yeah, and not interesting. No, I mean interesting to watch if it's done well, but not interesting to play. Yeah. So so, and then there's what is it? Timelines, which is a phone game. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played any phone games. Yeah, I, I only play Marvel phone games. The thing about those is I could play them, except they all they're all built on that model of tricking you into spending more money, yeah. like in-game purchases. And I am a very impulsive person, mm. and I am a sucker. And if I play one of those, I will spend a hundred dollars. Yeah. I want to spend a hundred dollars to play a game on my phone. Mm. I'm old. <laughs> I have probably spent a hundred dollars playing a game on my phone. But one in my game. Defense, I really liked it. I played Avengers Academy for oh. about two years. And okay. I really enjoyed it. Well, well, there's an Academy game you like. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, no one is expecting me to fly ships in that one. Well, that's fair. All right. Well, I think that's all for this time. Yeah. Um. That was a much more enjoyable experience than I, ex- I expected. A slog, and I think Matt and I just were in a good mood, hadn't seen yep. each other for a while, enjoyed each other's company, and yep. just, uh, just just mocking the hell out of these games. Mm-hmm. And, and if you walk away from anything, walk away from this with anything, uh, two two points. One, uh, Matt is a hostage murderer. Can't really argue with that. Two, brother Chubb. <laughs> all right, See that's you, folks. That's all. <laughs> The Post-Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2018. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.